0: The KC Corner, Episode Thirty Two, and this is a special episode for a bunch of reasons. It is a
1: special <laughs> episode for a bunch of reasons, and it's an early episode. It is. Get it is an morning. early
0: episode. Back in the morning.
1: Yeah, you know, we actually started off at seven, didn't we? That was even yeah, early. yeah. That so, was a
0: little. That was a little ambitious. For that us. was a little crazy. <laughs> You know, episode thirty-two.
1: When I think of thirty-two, um, do you know what comes to my mind? Of a kid who was born in Buffalo, New York, in nineteen
0: sixty-five. Oh, uh, is that you? That was me.
1: <laughs> but you know, thirty-two is. Uh, no, you're Buff- not thirty-two. No, 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 no. Brooks, we always talk about sports numbers. Where are you, man? Get on your game here. In Buffalo, the number thirty-two was famous. It became infamous. O.J. Simpson.
0: Oh man. Yeah. Driving the Bronco. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I don't know how we get our past that. Yeah, I don't know
0: either. So we can go right into what you meant to say, and it wasn't you up on stage. No, it Pastor was it, David Outing. It, was, buddy. it wasn't that fantastic. By it me. was. It was. He brought the energy for sure.
1: I always love having Bishop Outing. Love that man. Love his heart uh, for Jesus. And as my son Caleb said, anybody who gets up to preach and brings a towel, <laughs> <laughs> it's a workout up it, there. You know, he's, he, when you bring a towel to preach, you know that you got something to say. He's
0: bringing. The
1: heat you are bringing the heat and you're gonna lay it on and it's just it's just fantastic I love him so much uh, it was it was great and you know what's funny Brooks is that uh, April his wife was there with her mama which I uh, loved having uh, all that family there and um, And a couple times, David said something like, hey, uh, you know, can you help me here or or something? I'm like, that was the loudest that King's Chapel has ever
0: been. It may seem quiet. but Amen. 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 Amen.
1: But I saw a few people, amen, and it was pretty exciting. Oh,
0: yeah, it was. He he was electric up there. And uh, now second time in, what, a couple months? Yeah, second time in a couple months. It's been great listening to him for sure. Absolutely. He's such the man. I'm so grateful for him. So what do we have to look forward to
1: this week and now your new ser- sermon series? Exactly. Uh, this week is not going to be the launch of the new ser- sermon series. This week is going to be looking back uh, over one year anniversary. Yahoo of King's chapter. And I love the fact that our country has set aside a national holiday this weekend to celebrate. They call (laughs) it Labor Day, just for us, but we're going to call it our anniversary (laughs) celebration. But what we're going to do this week is we're going to look at the church and and just remind ourselves of whose we are, um, why we're here, kind of like... Okay, we're the bride of Christ. What is Jesus's position in, in our church? How, what position should he have? Uh, what is uh, the purpose? Why um, is there a church? What is the purpose of the church? And it, I think it might surprise us uh, how he chooses to use us. And and then you can't stop uh, without talking about uh, Jesus's love for the church as the bride of Christ. So, you know, what I would love to do is just kind of be reminded: Hey, we are the bride. Um, this is. Uh, the way scripture describes us, this is our calling. And uh, as we look back at just a year's history, we have so much to be thankful for. But as we look forward to what God is going to do for us, we're really uh, excited about the fact that he's placed us where he has.
0: Yeah, it's been a crazy year, that's for sure. I mean, it would have been crazy even without corona or anything like that, but planning a church in the middle of a pandemic and having to learn on the fly how to preach to a camera for a while there and <laughs> yeah. you know slowly letting people back in with mass and everything. It's a it's been an adventure for sure. It
1: has been an adventure, but You've it, handled
0: it like a pro. <laughs> well, thank you.
1: Listen, let's give grace, uh, let's give uh, uh, credit where credit is due. God's grace has been absolutely amazing every step of the way and so so grateful. Um, for his provision of the place that we can meet uh, that had all the equipment in place. Uh, there's so many things we could look back on and say, oh my goodness, thank you Lord for your gr- goodness to us. And by the way, this week, Brooksy, we are going to have King's Kids back. We're going to have our nurseries open. Woo! Yeah! Let's go. This will be awesome. So we also have communion coming up this week so it's going to be fantastic. Really looking forward to it.
0: And another part that's been good this year, they took down the big screen so you could see the stained glass yeah! window. isn't that awesome? <laughs> that was always the big thing. Like, for first half of the year of, hey, can you put the screen up in time when people leave, they exactly. can see Exactly. <laughs> I want to
1: see the screen. So, you know, now that we stream, what we've realized, it provides a backlight. It's a little bit like... A little, like, glow behind glow. you. People are like, what's that glow on you? I'm like, it's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> it knows I'm preaching well. Oh, no. That's amazing. <laughs> hey, but we got something very special today, don't we, Brooks?
0: Yes, we do. We have our wonderful Scott Anderson, who our you guys own. see on the mic and the piano every Sunday. So he's joining us today. To talk everything music to two non-music guys
1: exactly so welcome <laughs> scott it's great to have you hey thanks listen, you me. listen so so grateful for you scott you know we see you as this magnificent piano player worship leader and now you hit the chance to to uh talk into the casey cornerland tell us something about you i mean what would you want people to know about you
2: uh well i am a big nerd as you know um uh, <laughs> So I play, How am I
1: supposed to answer that? No, he's not. He's just awesome.
2: <laughs> I, I play a lot of board games, and they're mostly nerdy board games that a lot of people haven't heard of. I don't just sit around playing Monopoly all day. I right. play, you know, Terraforming Mars, Agricola. And, the deep cuts. Yeah. The <laughs> deep cuts. Games, some games where it takes Julie and I three and a half hours to play it. So, you know. So these are li- like
1: literal board games. Are they, are, oh, they, yeah. are they virtual? I mean, are they online? Are you playing with anybody else? Or are you just playing at home? Uh, we're playing at home.
2: Okay. Primarily. Uh there's a there's a few friends who are into games as well and, you know, pre COVID we were playing consistently. Okay. And things cool. of that sort. And then Did did you grow up playing these games or other games? Uh in high school I just got into it a lot and really kind of kept going and roped Julie into playing games with me. And nice. So now we get a lot of games that you can play with two people.
1: Now, does cash change hands at all during these games? Is there any wagering <laughs> going on? To purchase, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: n- okay. uh, not so much, yeah. It's, not,
1: not not betting. How about trash talking? Do you trash talk during these games at all?
2: Um, I, I'm i not the best trash talker, as you may know.
1: <laughs> you just, like, too Yeah, nice, I
2: won that game. There, there <laughs> yeah. you go. But, it, yeah, I, a lot of my colleagues, they... Say Julie terrifies them at board games because she's the most honest person in the world. But you start playing a board game and she will lie your socks off. Well, she really? The, and you that, won't even it, know. Think
1: that that's the true Julie coming out or is <laughs> no, that? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Uh,
2: so she's got her game room, face on, huh? They're just terrified of playing with her, and it's hilarious. But you know, I do that. I'm I'm a comic nerd. I love DC Comics, Batman, The Flash, and all those guys. Cool. So I do a lot of that in my spare time. I'm also... I kind of revamped my recording home recording in my office so I could start nice. recording some of the music things I'm working on. Nice. You know, rewriting hymns.
1: Um, it's incredible. And writing some original songs, things like that. Very cool. Very cool. Wow. That's awesome. And uh, listen, it's uh, we so appreciate what you do. And even some of the revamp, some of the hymns you've done has been amazing. And you're so humble. A lot of times we don't even know it unless we look closely to see who wrote that. Oh, that's a Scott Anderson piece.
2: <laughs> yeah, I keep saying I need to just put an alias on there. So. <laughs> no,
1: you don't, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. Hey, Scott, what do you like most about leading worship? Where do you feel God's pleasure the most?
2: I mean, for me, it's it's just been an amazing privilege to be able to help a congregation sing to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where I keep getting stuck. I'm like, I get to do this? Yeah. One, I love playing piano. Mm-hmm. Love it. Right. And, you know, when I started playing piano, I didn't want to sing. But I was very, very self-conscious about it, and you know, God bless my piano teacher Todd Twining. Uh, he's like, "No, you're you're gonna sing." So, at the end of piano lessons for that year, it took him. He would get off the piano. I'm gonna play, and you're gonna sing this song. That's awesome. And it kind of forced me into it, and I'm so grateful now that I am actually able to use these gifts, yeah, as limited as I feel they are, and really build the church and help to encourage the
1: church in song. I love the fact that Todd really encouraged you to sing. He had a really nice voice. You really do. And you, it's everybody who listens to you. They, they say, this is why typically here, that guy could play the heck out of the piano. And so, uh, you know, <laughs> you, you really go to town on that. I'm but faking my way voice. through it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling you what, you fake it really well, if that's the case, but what's, what's the hardest part of leading worship? What's the, uh, what's just the, the thing that's, I don't know, not necessarily it could be physically, it could be just emotionally or spiritually. What's the hardest part of it? I think for me the hardest part,
2: um, like, you know, last week um Chris was saying we were okay, we're going ten eighty P on the stream, I'm like great. And that's the sermon I started breaking down and crying and in the middle of one of the songs. <laughs> and it's like those moments where you wanna be able to really just throw off all all safeguards, so to speak, and just dive in and worship yourself. But at the same time, if I'm just boohoo crying up there,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you're not going to hear much singing and be able to be led well. So it's a matter of you know getting most of that out of my system beforehand. Yes, and also like I find myself when I'm prepping because you know I to worship on a Sunday morning, I need the music to be secondary. So I need to have the music be pretty doggone familiar to me. So I play through them. You know, 15, 20 times throughout the week, kind of prepping myself and then a couple times on Sunday mornings. But what happens inevitably when I'm prepping is I get stuck on like one line or two lines or a verse. And I end up just going through it over and over again. Sure. And my own personal time prepping, worshiping is like, I need to make sure I'm not doing that on a Sunday morning because that's not necessarily a realistic thing for... Yeah. You know, like for Brooks and Caleb and JP and the guys in the back who are supposed to try and figure out where in the world I'm going with the right, slides. Right,
1: right. So I'm telling you what, it's been pretty seamless. And I, I've known you for a long time. I've knew I've known you even before uh, we've launched Kate, uh, King's Chapel. But I love the fact that every time I've seen you lead worship, you are a lead worshipper. You're worshiping. You're, you know, you're setting the tone, which I think has been absolutely fantastic you know it's interesting you say that there's some things that you have to practice over and over again for me personally when I read a scripture text and it's especially with someone's name or a name of a city and especially if it you know is something that would have been originally pronounced in another language I botch those almost all the time I mean I'm, <laughs> I, I I really I'm terrible when it comes to that and I and I'm nervous about it the entire almost the entire reading of scripture not always my sermon but it's like I know that that word's Coming and I and I and I've practiced it a hundred times and then I'll get there and I'll botch it, you know. And I'm like, oh gosh. And I know the fact that most people don't know, and I'll just try to go fast over it, you know. So, is that the way with you? I mean, is there a certain sometimes like you know that's what's coming? It might be a little hard bridge or a hard little piece to play or something that hasn't been as easy, and you're just thinking about it.
2: Yes, and sometimes it's just with a certain tempo or a certain time signature in in the song. I'm like, man, this. This time signature just some days it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. And you want to play a 3 4 song in 4 4, and that's going to really mess with things for anyone who's like paying attention and used to singing it in 3 4, the way it was written and intended. I got it. But also, like, I think you see on plenty of Sunday mornings, Mm. I end up. Flubbing the words, and I'm singing part of verse three and verse two, and then I'm like, "Oh, doggone it! Let me just." <laughs>
1: you, know, you know, Scott, I guarantee you that we don't notice as much as you do. I mean, I think it's amazing. Oh, sure, yeah. thing. I, th- but, I think that you. I've heard you say before that you made a mistake playing something like mm, I didn't hear it. I mean, it's just it's, it's, <laughs> so it's, a, it's 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 I I don't know about you, Brooks, but what do you think of the timing signature? Is is that a is that is that about an issue for you too? The time. Oh yeah, time? the time. That's yeah. what I
0: was going to bring up is the timing signature. Yeah. The three
1: four just kind of really yeah, throws yeah, me off. No, exactly. <laughs> You know, I, I'm typically like like you want to get a five three defense going, yeah. on, You know, you know, or a nice six two. Oh, we're edge. not talking about football. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, just a little light music theory. It, it, there you go. So, uh. so you have a, a a guy who professes to be a nerd when it comes to games and maybe music. Then you got a bunch of guys that are shallow sports people. <laughs> and so what a great combination. Hey, fantasy football is essentially Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, that's okay. awesome. I love it, man. You what what a your great team, analogy. You go. You have because all these individuals. It. And so by the I way, I can understand. Do you know I've never played that? Fantasy yeah, football, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, or Dungeons the, and Dragons. It, it, neither, <laughs> and so it's a little. Let, let's just keep going. You know, they say that um, I, I love. Um, uh, I'm a bottom dweller of the meat products, uh, hot dogs, and uh, you know, uh, brats. Um, I I I, I I love all those kind of things. And they say you never want to, <laughs> you never want to see a hot dog be made. You never want to see a, a, a brat be made. You know, you may not eat them again, but you know, you may Worship service looks so easy and good. Tell us a little bit about the making of a worship service. I mean, what goes into it and, and what kind of work and, and do songs just kind of fall out of heaven or how do you choose what to play?
2: Uh, they definitely don't fall out of heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we have a bank of a little over a hundred songs that we have done on a Sunday morning at King's Chapel Nice. that I pull from and I'm constantly looking to add songs. Like there's actually a song by... Connie Dever, Mark Dever's wife. I don't know okay, if yeah,
1: I know Mark Dever, the pastor. Yeah,
2: he's got some great books out there. Yeah, and excellent preacher. But she wrote one that is "Afflicted Saint to Christ Draw Near," hmm. and it's kind of a reworking of an old, like old lyrics from the eighteen hundreds. Right. And I've just fallen in love with that one over the past week. But a lot of it is I start looking because he inside baseball. What's what is our worship time on Sunday morning to do mm-hmm. primarily? It's to support the preaching of the word. Mm. So inside baseball all of that is I am looking at what are you preaching on or what is David Audi or mm-hmm. whoever may be preaching on that Sunday. Right. How can I put something together that is going to lend itself and actually help prepare people for what they're gonna hear in the sermon? Awesome. But on that same level, I also want to be walking through the gospel. So a consistent theme you'll see, and you see it in our bulletins, is we start off with adoration, Mm -hmm. who God is, Mm -hmm. who God is overall. So like you think last Sunday, uh, what song did we do? I wrote it down because I know we, I know we ended. We did a Christian's daily prayer. Yeah. So what is that song saying? God, my source of strength. You're all wise. You're sovereign. You're Mm. strong. Mm. You are our source of life. Mm. And at the end of that. May all of my days display His worth. Mm. May all of my all of my life, and then what does that fall into? We can't do that. Right. So we fail. Right. So we confess our sins, and then we have that assurance that He is faithful and just to forgive us, mm. which leads us into Jesus paid it all. Nothing good of
1: I. Mm. Well, that's awesome, and you know what a great setup for David's sermon too—to be reminded that all of our life as ambassadors in the home, outside the home. All for him, so that is fantastic Hey, what, do you have a favorite? you got to have a favorite what's, what's your favorite worship song?
2: Oh man, it uh, There's a Fountain Filled with Blood is one that I tend yeah. to I tend to just fall to Oh,
1: that's awesome That's my son JP's favorite as well it, We haven't played it in a while Let's get that it, one back it, it, That's back.
2: the other thing that I struggle Like I want to introduce new songs But I also I I've been a part of churches And this is not to say that's wrong But where it feels like you're doing the same song. Like, mm-hmm. you know, three out of four weeks we've done this one song. Mm-hmm. I I don't want to do... I want things to feel fresh on a Sunday morning. So I actually, in in planning, I make sure this isn't something I've done basically this month. Right. So a lot of times I'm looking like some of the songs I'm pulling from are songs we haven't done in a few months. Yeah. Just to make sure it's still feels fresh and it's, Oh, we're just doing that song again.
1: And you know, and I think that there's a real balance there, Scott, because I think one of the things that I hear as a pastor is like, man, I wish I think familiar songs, people sing. And you know, so you don't want it to become rote. You don't want it to become stale yet. You love the people singing, you know? So the newer songs, there's usually a hesitancy. I'll wait to see how does this go? And, uh, um, so I think that that's an interesting, uh, you know, balance to strike there of like, like familiarity, uh, Cause it really, cause I love it when I know that people know the song. I mean, right. the, the the level of singing just rises. It's it's pretty. And
2: that, that's one thing where what I'm probably gonna start picking on you guys to do is if I have a new song I'm gonna introduce, mm-hmm. maybe just put it on Facebook, Instagram, so that way people can actually t- take a listen to it. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm playing around with some other ideas of how we can make things seem more familiar. So a new song we're introducing isn't just. A solo by me Because no one wants that Well Some people
1: might (laughs) Julie wants that so I saw her there With a Bic lighter It was awesome (laughs) you You know Scott We mentioned this earlier But is it hard to worship Personally When you're leading worship Is that a hard thing to do I think
2: It depends on how you prep For me It It's not Because I make sure That the music Is something that is Not going to distract me Right And so I'm running through that song and I you know I have the beginning and the end in mind of each song and then transitions from song to song whether it be musical or just stopping for a reading or something but right. it's something where the preparation in the weeks prior yeah, Of making that music a secondary thing So I can just set it aside And not have to really dwell on it mm-hmm. That's what really allows me to dive in
1: I think you do a great job with that Now here's here's my last question And this is probably the most important one <laughs> How many bow ties do you own? <laughs> I, I only own three, three? bow ties Seriously? I have
2: three wooden bow I'm not I was always like I, It's tough for me to buy a shirt yeah, because it's either too short in the sleeves or it's too long in the torso. I have a long torso, so it's one of those things to find something that fits me. Yeah, I'm gonna look like the sleeves are too short. So I typically wear like a regular necktie, right? And I've got you know thirty or forty of those, right? But then bow ties, I was like, maybe
1: a wooden bow tie would be a cool thing. And yeah. so Julie bought me a pack of three of them on Amazon. Oh, that's cool. I really like it. So, three wooden bow ties. So, uh, that, yeah. I think they're going to be a thing. You know, we got to, <laughs> when they go booming on Amazon, I wish we can get a piece of that. You know, the people are listening there to get a wooden bow tie. Who doesn't want to? Is it really wood, by the way? Yeah. And but I don't know,
2: man. The game that I hear people play with me is what socks are, Scott. Scott oh, yes, at some those, those
1: those are cool. That's and so good. you know, I've got sixty yeah. plus pairs of different wow. socks that I like. Wow, to sixty wear.
2: plus pairs of. Different oh, it's one drawer. It's oh everything's rolled up perfectly. I, it makes oh, my oh OCD heart happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it just makes my heart like like. Oh my gosh! I would trying to match sixty socks when you're colorblind and, and you know, when you have the issues I have, I don't think it'll ever happen. You know. I would never wear the same two socks. Oh my god, it'd be, it'd be a mess. So, all right, Brooksy, I, I missed the fact this was awesome. I loved having Scott. Oh yeah. So, so thank you so much, Scott. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, but we uh, we didn't get a chance to cover a really important chapter here. Uh, it looks at uh, what the true older brother should
0: be doing uh, and who that is. So. Um, we'll jump back into that next week yep chapter 4 next week and I know Scott you said you don't like to play wow. the same song back to back weeks or in the same month but feel free to play all the poor and powerless just every single week
2: I almost, I almost did that one this summer that one's my favorite for, like, for sure I'll slaughter for later yeah.
1: perfect, perfect. So I think we ought to do all the poor and powerless and we ought to do there is a fountain They're just, low, just low yeah, low just the, and low. then
0: we filter in two other ones yeah, 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 <laughs>
1: those maybe, are the staples we, we, switch, we could switch all the two other ones that, that's it so um Alright, blessings everybody. Thank you for listening. And Scott, again, it was great to have you. Uh, come out this Sunday. This Sunday is going to be an important Sunday for us to kind of relaunch. Um, hopefully, Lord willing, it's going to feel a little bit no- more normal. Uh, it's been awesome to see the sanctuary slowly start to fill up again. And uh, we want to be safe. Hey, make sure, uh, again, as you come in, and you, until you get to your uh, seat to where a mask. Our nursery workers are going to be wearing the mask, uh, but um, but more than anything, let's just get together as a body of Christ.
0: KC, one years old. King's kids are back. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. I love it. And we got number thirty two in the books. Woo! See you guys this week.